it's the event you triple platinum nigga with the solid go fade all that nickel and dime shit don't hold no weight fortune five top five in the forbes you'll see as you dump through the sauce i read the ride report classic hold me down with the plastic that's all i ask to you like raphael sadiq at the hotel nico robert deval street my people's eyes through the pico i'm loving your damn freak as i shoot through the city like a rumor not soon enough to stop if it's spreading the newspaper hat and reads jay-z breeze 80 degrees only thing to cool them off is a malibu bay breeze head stop for the best say cheese you know they want to take a nigga picture pray for the day to get you but i'm a parlay stay richer for now jigger haven't done dirt in a while you know my stomach's getting weak from living life on these streets for real trying to oversee it from sweets ordering eats at the top where the real criminal minds meet that's where the cream is right that's where your dream is well ain't it You're only a customer when you're walking in the presence of hustlers. Spend money all night. You're only a customer when you're walking in the presence of hustlers. Spend money all night. Yo, my youth had a nigga too aggressive I, I used to speed excessive Both eyes closed, no thought invested Hitting potholes, capos to snatch away what you deem most precious Had to rethink things Is pinky rings worth life on the run The time served to sing, sing I don't know to tell the truth If I'm pressed for dope Gotta consult Irv Gotti, y'all I was raised to live Lord, I pray you forgive If not, I just handle it like Jason Kidd What you're facing is vicious Most cases This is when the blazing won't miss you. Case in point, make bullshit an issue. I see it to the end. My writing's so personal, my heart bleeding through the pen. Make no mistake about me. There's only one nigga living, I got half a kick about me. I got love, I can kill a friend over fam. Not drugs and very few people understand that love. To make a nigga die bleeding is nothing. You make a motherfucker die breathing and you're saying something. Yeah, you're only a customer. You're walking in the presence of hustlers. Yeah, DJ World Premier, the world is yours. That's Jarvis. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> See the the chemistry's off. We <laughs> We missing we missing a mic. Yeah, man, we ain't got one this time. The so, boy Cheese not here today. Damn. So we went to we went to McDonald's. We ordered a cheeseburger plain and <laughs> They gave us the cheeseburger with just a hamburger patty, right? <laughs> no pickles, no onions. <laughs> no cheese, nigga. Like, damn. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, dry burger. Disgusting. There ain't gonna be no dry burger. Uh, you know, I, I don't eat it, you know? <laughs> you gotta put, I need pickles on my hamburger. I need uh, at least ketchup up there. Definitely gonna put some ketchup. I don't do white condiments, so no mayonnaise. No mayonnaise. No mustard. I could go for some mustard. Mustard on a beat, ho. I don't like the way it smells. But it's not a white condiment. 
I know it's not white. I just don't like the way it smells. It smells old. Mustard smells old? Yeah, go go to your refrigerator right now. If you're listening to the pod, I want you to go to your refrigerator. I want you to pull out all the condiments you, you claim to trust. Mustard, spicy mustard, Dijon mustard, all that shit. Pull that shit out, put it on a butter knife, and smell it. And then ask yourself, why do I eat this? I like mustard, personally. Original mustard. All that spicy Dijon shit. You can leave that where it's at. Nice little tang of that mustard. What is it? What is mustard? What's mustard? You know what? I can't explain that. It's wow. A, it's, it's a tangy ketchup. Wow. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not a tangy ketchup. Ketchup <laughs> is tangy. Like, this is the shit I be talking about. We go get Japanese food. Niggas will bust you in the head. Yo, make sure they get the yum yum sauce. (laughs) And niggas be looking at you all crazy. Yo, you don't like yum yum sauce? What is it? Nah, I don't fuck with it. It's yum yum sauce. sauce, But what is it? What's in it? What makes it yum yum? Like, nobody knows. They love it. Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is. That shit is drugs. Chick-fil-A. Everything Chick-fil-A use got a little bit of Coke in it. I guarantee you. We're going to find out a years later. Chick-fil-A putting Coke in their chicken, in their sandwiches, in their salads. That might explain the prices. And and don't we pay it? No, I don't go to Chick-fil-A. I don't eat Chick-fil-A no more neither. But when I did, I damn sure was paying $30 to make sure my family ate. God damn. That's why I don't go to Chick-fil-A no more. I don't go to Chick... So, hot take. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is the most overrated fast food chain. Yeah. I think all them shit's overrated for real, but Chick-fil-A, yes. No, nah, no. Nah, Chick-fil-A is overrated. I see the the memes and the pictures. Everybody be like, oh, Chick-fil-A is so good. Chick-fil-A, they always treat you right when you go to Chick-fil-A. It's so my pleasure. So- yeah, you so used to niggas <laughs> treating you bad at the fast food spot when a motherfucker treats you like they're supposed to. He gullible for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, the chicken's good. I'm like, the chicken don't really be, you know what I'm saying? The spicy chicken isn't really spicy. Huh? That shit's just not good to me. My wife said to cut the slander. She she don't uh, like Chick-fil-A uh, slander. Uh, uh, she... <laughs> The spicy chicken ain't really spicy. I I will tell you though that Southwest salad. That's the truth. Asiago or some shit. Asiago Southwest salad. Nah, it's a it's a I don't, I don't know about no Asiago. It's a Southwest salad to me. It come with the little beans in the plastic pack, okay, the little the tortilla Fritos. chips. Yeah, Fritos. They not Fritos, my nigga. You Fuck so her, ghetto. You so her. black. This is why we can't barbecue, take you no Twisted barbecue Fritos and that fuck. They ain't slick. I know what twisted Jay, barbecue. You that you that nigga that we take the brunch and you and you trying to get them to make apple juice mimosas. Like you that type of nigga. And I am because they I, apple juice is better than orange juice. I mean that's less acidic, but orange juice, you know that shit got that kick. Yeah, they got vitamin C. Champagne. Yeah, they got vitamin C. So, them niggas ain't shit, man. In and out, In and out burger, In and out burger, highly overrated, highly over. I think In and out burger might be number two 
on the overrated list. Now, granted, I went to In-N-Out Burger on the Vegas Strip. So maybe I just didn't get the best experience because of the location. And I didn't have like one of those California West Coast people to explain like how to get the secret menu. Because I'd be seeing niggas go to In-N-Out and they get this fucking tray and it'd be having like two hamburgers in it. A gang of french fries and this secret sauce that I don't want because it it's a pale white. Yum yum sauce. <laughs> it's something. I don't know what the fuck they putting on their shit at In-N-Out. But I don't know what's on their secret menu. So I didn't have like the greatest experience. Like the shit that I got there doesn't look anything like the shit I've seen take pictures of when they discuss In-N-Out. Let's see. I, I've experienced that as well with, uh, what's that joint? Cookout. Now, when I used to eat cookout in Carolina when I went to Livingstone College, like that jank was a missile coming from those parties on nights when I was, you know, nice and drunk. And you would get a banana milkshake. But now when I go to cookout anywhere around here and, and uh what they got one in Chesapeake, they got one in Portsmouth, uh, they got another one in Hampton. And every time I've eaten at them joints, I've just been dissatisfied for real. Maybe one night, but I guess I gotta be drunk. And I ain't trying to be wasted when I come and get your food all the time. I'm, I had that experience with cookout. I'm mad at cookout for the Cajun fries, bro. It's so inconsistent. And I don't want to have to coach the nigga at the drive-thru window so that they can get my order right. But that's what it's come down to. I go there, I get the Cajun fries, and some days... It'd be like the lightest amount of Cajun seasoning on the fries. And then some days, it's like a nigga was being petty and threw a fistful of Cajun pepper. Now, I never complain when it's only a little bit of Cajun on my joint. I never complain because I don't want them niggas to go the other way, right? Right. But when you got heavy-handed Harry in the kitchen and he's having a bad day and he just fucks your whole shit up and, like, you can't even eat any of the fries... That shit is it. I'm bringing this shit back to the window. I'm bringing this shit back to the window, dog. Yo, my man. (laughs) I was here about an hour ago. He gonna walk it up to the drive-thru? 100%. 100%. (laughs) Knock, 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 motherfuckers. Wake up, motherfucker. It's me. (laughs) Ticket 708. (laughs) Hey, would you eat this? (laughs) So why you give it to me then? If you wouldn't eat it, why you give it to me then? Am I a dog? Fuck is wrong with you, my nigga? Hey, you gotta make that right. <laughs> and then, like, I get the cheese fries. These niggas put a disrespectful amount of cheese on my joint, and your fries is soggy. No, 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 no. When I say disrespectful, I mean like they just put like a W's worth of cheese. Like it's a little <laughs> bit of cheese here. Like, nah, my nigga, I asked for cheese fries. <laughs> And I want them shits to be right. Glaze the cheese. Cheese me down, bitch. I need. To, <laughs> I got asked for it for a reason. Uh, who else overrated? Uh, Shake Shack. Yeah, hell yeah. I never had a good Shake Shack meal. <laughs> Man, they got. I had one. I had Shake Shack one time in in the airport in Dallas. It wasn't bad. It was a decent burger. It was a decent burger. Y'all need your ass for French fries, bro. 
Like every time I want to complain about Wendy's fries or Hardy's fries or Burger King's fries, I remember that this niggas out here like Shake Shack, like In and Out Burger, just being disrespectful to the French fry game. Wendy's got McDonald's old fries. Absolutely not. Yeah, they do. What they is new, you? They, those new Wendy's recipe fries, they the old McDonald's fries. Stop playing. No bullshit, son. Go I'm get going, you some Wendy's fries. I'm going to Wendy's tonight, my nigga. Yes, God. Wendy's got the old McDonald's fries. So if you if you looking for those, if you're looking for the good fries like rallies and those old McDonald's fries, Wendy's has that recipe now. So have at it. And then Frosties with the French fries be banging. I'm sorry, what? Frosties and French fries. It's like the perfect combination of salty and sweet. Niggas don't dip French fries in they Frosties? No. No. I know I love I'm not myself. the only person that do that. No, I love myself. <laughs> Why would I do that? Because you ain't never tried shit. You got to stop not trying shit and be talking shit about stuff. And you ain't never <laughs> tried no shit. <laughs> bro, bro, why is this a thing like why why was you in the car with your food and you dipped the french fries in the in the vanilla frosty or the chocolate frosty either way you know it's, it's still good you know uh i was actually introduced by a young lady to do this okay and when it happened i thought it was gonna be stupid but it was euphoric and it won't just because i was high I had some nice hot crispy fries and the way it melted over the cream, I just could it was good. French fries and frosties. Salty sweet combination. It was perfect. This this is what I mean when I say uh men do a lot of things for women that are illogical. <laughs> like this is the shit that I'm talking about. And also men are the prize. Like because I know no man was sitting around like, yo, you know what? Let me put the hot ice cream. Let me put the cold frozen ice cream with the with the hot French fries and and have s- sweet and savory. Like no, my that's right. what the fuck do you mean? No sweet and savory. <laughs> sweet and savory is cool, but that's different. You said you even said it yourself. You it's even said potatoes, sweet and savory. Bro. I couldn't explain it better myself. You just did it for me. Sweet and savory. Fuck that. Try it. Go home and try it. No. I love myself too much. I'm already in therapy. I'm not about to go out here and start dipping French fries in, in chocolate frosties. Number one, I don't even like the chocolate frosties. I'm a vanilla milkshake nigga from McDonald's. Only McDonald's. I'm not getting cookouts milkshake. Even the though the do they milkshake and ice cream machines work. Nah, the milkshake machine work. The ice cream machine don't. I don't know. <laughs> Because I can never get a McFlurry from these <laughs> niggas. I don't know why. And I just thought the McFlurry was <laughs> the vanilla milkshake with cookies. Like, that's <laughs> I'm like, that's all that that's shit cool. is. And a dope spoon. Nope. <laughs> I go I go get that. And then these niggas don't never listen. I'd be like, yo. They'd be like, you want whipped cream on top? Be like, no, I'm a grown up. And I always, get, I always put whipped cream on top. And I'm always like, oh, this is actually pleasant. <laughs> you like whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> I like whipped cream on top of the vanilla milkshake. But don't ask me if I want it because I'm always going to say no. Because I'm not a child. <laughs> Be- my manness won't allow <laughs> me 
to say yeah. Your man, your masculinity has gotten in the way of you experiencing something good in life. I'm sure, right? Yeah, positive. Yeah. Your girl came over. She asked if she could put the Lambo doors up, and you said okay. Fuck no, that but doesn't happen. Not, but you're not <laughs> going to her and saying, "Yo, I'm putting I'm putting the Lambo doors up tonight," right? That's got to be a pause moment because oh. ain't nobody. <laughs> Legs of Kimbo, my nigga. Your legs, your legs was a Kimbo. Only legs is going to Kimbo. It's, it's her legs. You okay. had a Kimbo in my legs. Okay. What, what she got at Kimbo my legs for? What are my legs going in that in, in that direction for? This nigga do strange. Look, bypass that. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even no, want to fucking I'm know. I'm not into it. I'm not into it. But, I mean... Like I grew up with you. Like I know you run track. I ran distance. Distance runners are the most non-flexible people in track. How about that? Well, I, <laughs> I wasn't attributing it to being flexible because you run track. I just thought I every every other track nigga I know they they was pro ass eating, like getting their ass. <laughs> I'm not pro. No, it's okay. <laughs> You legs up. It's all right. Like that, that ah. privacy in your home or in your vehicle. Legs akimbo if you want, bro. Nobody's going to judge you. But when she nah. gets in an argument with you, she's she tell definitely shit. telling niggas. Like, yo, <laughs> you ain't telling niggas you let me put a spoon in your ass. <laughs> in, in your ass. And you know she telling that shit. You ain't going <laughs> to tell the motherfuckers I had your ass back winged in the bedroom, motherfucker. <laughs> what? You never back winged me. <laughs> <laughs> your voice didn't change six times, six octaves. Uh, she had your ass. <laughs> I don't think you can let that down. But yeah, it's a lot of shit that you won't do that your masculinity is like, your masculinity blocks your blessings sometimes. Sometimes. It, it never stops me from getting my balls sucked, though. I will say that. As long as I'm masculine, I, I always get my balls sucked, so I'm good. Let me tell you something, sir. <laughs> My masculinity knows no boundaries. I don't shop for myself when it comes down to clothes. If I were in a position where I was accidentally shopping for clothes, my masculinity won't allow me to try the clothes on in a fitting room. I, I've done that before. I guess that, yeah, that is what that is. It's just like, yeah, I know this size. I'm not about to go in here and take my pants off and then put these on. I don't even know my sizes, bro. I don't even I know my it. sizes. I'm in, I'm at this store. I went to get some khakis. And before I went, I had to take pictures of the khakis that I was wearing. I had to take a picture of the tag. And I was like, I hate these fucking you khakis. You don't know your numbered size? You like no. 36, 38? No clue, bro. How the fuck do you live with yourself? Do you buy your underwear? No. No. You haven't been single long. That's what that is. Every article of clothing that I own, somebody else purchased from me. Yeah, you're not with a single ex- person. With the exception of a hoodie. Every bit of clothing I own, somebody purchased from me. I don't buy underwear all year long. Just so I can say for Christmas, hey, what you want for Christmas? Underwear and socks. What yeah. you want for Father's Day? Underwear and socks. 
Why do I do? And and everybody rolls their eyes. Ah, oh, you. I wish you would tell me a real gift. Like, no, I do not buy myself these things. The last time you got me underwear was the last time I got underwear. And you saw them when I got naked the other night and them shits just disintegrated off of me. One of them, <laughs> They just drifted off into the wind like the fan yeah, was like on it. and them shits just blew off my waist. <laughs> like only thing left, you'd be the only one that had, you just have elastic left on your underwear, just the elastic part that goes around your the waist. Elastic, the elastic holding on for dear life, bro. <laughs> that shit is a headband now. You done wore it for so long. <laughs> this nigga elastic on his underwear then turned into a girdle. That's true, but that's that I'm not the only man on earth that lives like that. There are many men that have no problem with the conditions of their underwear. Number one, because men's underwear has never been uh quote unquote appealing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's certain things you gotta change. Like my grandmother used to tell me, you know, you wanna have fresh undergarments on because what if you get in an accident and then they got to like, oh, well, we got to cut you out of this. You don't want to have no bum ass drawers on. And I'm helping you by having the bum ass drawers no, on. No, fuck you not. That's gross. You got bad drawers on and people see you. People got to see you. Or, you you know, so God forbid something happened to you and motherfucker and, you know, you got to remove clothes in order to assist you. And you got bad underwear. You got holy whistly drawers on. If I'm getting robbed at gunpoint <laughs> and the nigga says, yo, strip down, strip down to your drawers, nigga. I'm taking your clothes. And he sees my holy, whistly underwear. He might feel sorry for me and give me my wallet back and be like, yo, fam, you know what? <laughs> you need you need this more than me. Like, you should be robbing me right now. <laughs> I ain't never seen a nigga change his mind about... <laughs> If I if if a motherfucker gets you all the way down to to your skivvies, they not giving shit back to you. You out there cold. It's it's twenty seven different degrees outside, and your ass is cold throughout all of them right now because you not getting none of that shit back. He might give you some pants back, but he taking everything out of that shit. So them pants don't mean a damn thing. <laughs> now that nigga that that nigga better know if he robbed me down to my drawers. And they the holy draws. He gonna die. Fuck you. <laughs> now, now I'm out for revenge, right? Yes. Now, <laughs> it's death wish now. Now I'm gonna hunt you down yes, and God. be the vigilante like Batman. Like that's how the villain origin story starts. <laughs> like I believe that's how Bane's origin story started. <laughs> nigga robbed him and left him out in the cold. <laughs> nigga robbed him to his draws. Next thing you know, he had to hit the gym and get diesel. <laughs> He was like, Yo, nobody's ever going to rob me again. <laughs> you adopted the darkness, you fuck. I was born in it with nothing on. <laughs> <laughs> men, men should take better care of themselves. That's, that's what Hell we yeah. Hey, yes. men, take better care of yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry. They don't have matching sets like young ladies do. They don't have matching sets for dudes. But go buy yourself some A-neck T-shirts. Go buy yourself some draws. And go buy yourself some socks. One payday a month. Because it's going to take your whole check. Like a five-pack of draws is like $14. Draws then went up, man. Like, like, I remember when I was younger. Well, when I was in my early 20s, we used to get like a five-pack 
for like nine dollars or something like that. Now that shit is fourteen dollars. Like yeah. if I, I I like I got I wear Ethica drawers. Them shits is like twenty five dollars a pop. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of the Ethica drawers. I I caught a lick and them shits was on Amazon. I caught like three pair for like twenty bucks. I'm not yeah. a fan of those drawers, dog. Like maybe I need to wear some compression shorts on top of them or something. I just I'm not a fan. They already compression shorts as it is. You know what I'm saying? I I got a I got a couple pair. I got a three. I got a few 3D pair. I got some regular joints. Uh, but you know the the joints that I like for real. If you're gonna do anything, if you're gonna spend thirty dollars for some underwear, you might as well just get Nike compressions and just call them your underwear. Uh, but it, it's real comfortable. It's real breathable. Uh, the Ethicas are real breathable too. Uh, especially the three, something about the three D ones that make them a little bit more breathable than. I don't them. think that they breathable. They don't even have a dick hole in them. Like, how... nah, they don't. But it's it's like it's nice material. How do you make boxer briefs with no dick hole in them? Like, that, <laughs> that's the opposite of breathable. Like that's suffocating to me. I just think of Dave Chappelle when he jumped Rosie O'Donnell, and he was just like, she wears she wears <laughs> boy drawers with the dick holes cut out of them. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> what the fuck, Dave? That nigga's too funny. You, you want to hear some funny shit? Hell yeah. Rosie O'Donnell was out here in the entertainment world for mad long. And when she came out the closet, niggas was surprised. You said you were surprised by it? No, not me as a person. I was a child, and I knew. I knew when I saw her in the league of their own. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yo, fam. <laughs> you fucking lie. Get out of here, Rosie. <laughs> and then when she was always crushing on, like, Tom Cruise, like, that was her whole shtick. Like, oh, my gosh, Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, I was just like, yeah, that's the, that's the cover. Yeah. But, I mean, shoot, Tom Cruise got to add that to his jacket, though, because... He's so cool. Even gay chicks want him. Like even gay chicks will like break the break the code for that nigga. They'll they'll throw the rainbow out the window for that nigga. Like that's a, that's a that's a strike, right? That's a point. Yeah, I guess you could say that's a point. But she's a big girl. Let What's me that not mean? say that. I love big. I, let me shut up. I love big women. So let me. You just think go Tom Cruise that. isn't taking down Rosie O'Donnell, bro? Fuck no. Rosie huh. O'Donnell, what boxes with the dick holes cut out? If Rosie O'Donnell pledges to Scientology, Tom Cruise is taking her down, bro. No the fuck he ain't. Tom Cruise got better things to do with himself like make Mission Impossible 12. He would not take Rosie O'Donnell down. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell, like, she was some... I, I, I messed up on her so much. I used to call her Chris O'Donnell. And everybody knows that that's the fucking Dick Grayson. <laughs> Bro, Tom Technically, Cruise. they made Robin gay, so Rosie O'Donnell, Chris O'Donnell, Dick Grayson. Yeah, it works. Chill out. Rob, well, the new Robin's gay. The old Robin, the old, the old three Robins wasn't, all right? Rosie uh, O'Donnell's so, going to be the new Robin. <laughs> so, Rosie O'Donnell, so Tom Cruise stood up on Oprah's couch. He stood up on Oprah's couch, bro. And you know how black people are about their furniture. Man. He stood up on Oprah's couch. That means he's unpredictable. 
So you saying he wouldn't take down Rosie O'Donnell is exactly why he would take down Rosie O'Donnell. I'm saying Tom Cruise would take down Oprah. I don't think he would take down Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie you'd O'Donnell would be a fool not to take down Oprah. She got more money than God. <laughs> Black woman with a billy? <laughs> take it. <laughs> My seed, son. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping Oprah Winifred down. Knocking her down. I'm talking about hit back wall and slide up. Dog, I just wanna I just wanna give Oprah a forehead kiss. <laughs> That's all I want. My life will be complete. Let's start that. Let's start that campaign too. Help Dizzle give Oprah a forehead kiss. <laughs> you winning. That's like giving Michelle Obama well no. Giving uh, Michelle he's, Obama. He's about to say something disrespectful. I won't. I won't. He's about to say something disrespectful. Kiss, I was gonna, you know, I guess it would be disrespectful because I'd rather kiss Michelle Obama than kiss Oprah any day. And that I would do that for zero Why? amount of dollars. Michelle Why? Obama is bad. She thick in every right place in the world. She up, she up there for me with Rihanna. It's something about her authority that just sets me up, bro. I just Michelle Obama. Say her name, Michelle Obama. You don't think I so? Just, I just, I just said this shit before, and I'll say this shit again. You niggas with authority issues towards women, y'all niggas got mommy issues, dog. No, I don't even. Hundred percent. Michelle Obama is bad, and I just want her to tell me. You described Michelle Obama, and you said she was bad, and the first thing you went to was her authority. Oh, yeah. That's sexy. Huh? A woman that can handle things is sexy. She wasn't the president, Jake. (laughs) That's what they are. (laughs) Yes, she was. Shut up. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like candy corn. Like, if you said candy corn in her authority, she's the vice president. Cool. I I support it. It makes a little bit more sense. She was the spouse to the president. Oh. She was black, so she had a little bit more power than any other first lady has okay, ever had. Okay, I thought you knew. I thought you knew. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not you knew. Yeah. I, I was okay. good. There. I was good. There. You gotta let me slow roll it, baby. You gotta let me slow roll it. But oh, that's a bad I, know, I know that she ain't got no authority. She ain't got no stripes in her house by how her kids act. I ain't never seen somebody kids who know people taking pictures of them get caught doing nut up shit so much. Ever. I like yeah, she she pretty much was the per- she was the vice president. Joe Biden, I don't know how he became the president. That, this oh, you disrespecting my man Joe Biden got, by calling oh, her the vice on, president? Dude, Joe Biden is, is damn near a pedophile to me, yo. He is not good. He's raping the country. Raping you, raping you, raping you. Is he? How come he ain't shutting this motherfucker down? You can't shut the states down again. Because these hard-headed niggas ain't listened the first time they shut it down. And it took them six months to bounce back the first time they shut it down. You remember that? You remember when they shut everything down from, like, April until, like, what was it, June? That shit was awesome. Yeah. And then they said, hey, man, 
Shit is fucked up. Niggas can't pay their bills. Food service industry is dying. Uh, we need to we need to stimulate the economy. What are we gonna do? Stimmies. Yeah. We gonna open shit up. It's gonna be at sixty percent. That's why we got seventeen different strains of the COVID now. <laughs> Cause motherfuckers is out pumping pollution in the air. Fucking got dang people is out not wearing masks and coughing on each other and oh I got the vaccine so I'm good, which is not all the way true. So COVID finna be like weed. <laughs> Why is COVID, that? COVID finna be like weed. You you gonna be like, oh man, what happened to you yesterday, my boy? Oh, I had that Zaza. <laughs> I had that Zaza. Oh damn. You know I had the runts the other week. Yeah. <laughs> I had the runs. I had the runs the other week. Like that's all yeah, I had that Omarion. Oh, you had the Omarion? Yeah. Oh yeah, I had that Megatron, man, a month ago, man. I'm still trying ago. to get my shit back together. <laughs> you get the Omarion, you can't stop moving. Niggas be shivering and <laughs> got achy bones. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild though, man. If if we do shut it down for a little while, I think that would benefit. I think I said that I said that once before, but I ain't going to keep on arguing, beating a dead horse. They know what we need to do to stop that joint. And I mean, yeah, shut, shutting shit down would be great. But financially. I think you- we could still operate if we just, if we do it in a certain manner. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? Mm-mm. We can still, you know, people, the restaurants and shit could still stay open. You just taking the proper protocol. Ain't nobody, ain't a hundred people sitting in a restaurant. Mm-mm. I mean, we would go out and motherfuckers would literally not have on masks and be bragging about the fact that they vaccinated, but still in that jank sick and not even knowing it. Mm-mm. That's why you got to do a real ass shutdown, like what they did over in Italy, like what they did over in Greece. Like these other countries got that shit right. These niggas is disciplined. Yeah, they hey, older countries the- too. I can- compared to those countries, our country is a baby. What they did in Iceland, Iceland. They shut shit down for 90 days. Yeah. They say, yo, if you're not essential, you're getting paid. Yeah. Don't worry about shit. We're going to take care. You send us your bill. We're going to take care of it. Yeah. You you know you got to make sure niggas don't get carried away, right? Right. And then they said, if you are essential, we're going to pay you double. Just don't get sick, dog. Like, just don't get sick. Be responsible. Protect yourself. Hey, you you just you just had a baby? And they was doing this shit before the pandemic. You just yeah. had a baby? Okay, cool. Well, guess what? Uh I'ma keep you, I'm gonna keep your job for a year. The country gonna pay you for a year. And then we're gonna ease you back into work. I'm like, hold on, my nigga. Yeah. What you get in the States? Six weeks? If you if you're a woman, if you're the man, you gotta go to work tomorrow. Like you just, man, yeah, man. <laughs> I know. After my son was born, the very next day I was back at work. Like it was, I mean, but that was just my whole natural thing. You know what I'm saying? I've I've always been taught to to go hard. Uh, you miss a day of work, you miss a day of bread, and and this was before I even had my business started. So I just wouldn't miss a day. And my girl understood at the time. She just definitely she made sure, you know, nigga was straight, uniform, whatever. But yeah, the day after my son was born, I was right back at work. I spent that night with the ho- in the hospital with him. The very next day, I was back at work. 
And then the following day, I was picking him up from the hospital from work. Breezy was born on my day off. <laughs> I got, Yo I, got off, I got off of work. I got off work overnight. Six, six in the morning. Yeah. Drove <laughs> home. Got home at seven. I was in the hospital by eight or nine. She was born at six PM. So I was off that night and I was off the day after. So we came home from the hospital the day after. And I'm like, oh shit. And I'm chilling. And my phone ring, and it's like, hey, man, this nigga can't be here tonight. Can you come? I'm like, hey, man, I just got home from the hospital with my baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the baby? Oh, okay, cool. Congratulations. I didn't mean to call you. Yeah. <laughs> I got a cigar for you. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. And the next day, I was back in the bitch like, you know, ain't shit happen. But, I mean, hey, had I had I been scheduled to work, yeah, it been I probably would have been in there, too, because that's just, you know. Like, not to take away from the nostalgia of the moment, and maybe I'm just a fucking stupid man not present in the moment, but, I mean, she was in the little plastic box, the little okay. plastic little Incubator. Tupperware joint, and she, she wasn't doing nothing. She was just, you know, she was bundled up like a little burrito. She threw up a couple gang signs. That was cool. Yeah, uh, but she ain't really like do nothing. And I was like poking at her, like, "Yo, you alright? You good? Can't touch them. Why they? You know what I'm saying? So it, I get what you're saying. I nah, did the I was, same thing. I, po- like, I poked her a lot. I was like, "Yo, you good? I mean, when I when I was able to have him, I was able to you know touch him and play with him and all that other stuff. But when he was in the box, I could only watch him. So it was just like everybody like you good? Yeah, it's like yeah. Oh I didn't no, just not push the baby out. Not the box, not the box box. Like the, the joint they wheel in the room when they wheel oh, yeah, in the yeah. room in that little plastic Tupperware case. Yeah, and you take no him in and out of it. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just poked out. Hey man, what's up with this? What's up? Like hey, what's up with her head? Supposed to be doing that? And they're like doing what? I'm like yeah, when I pick her up, man, that should be all over the place. Hey, you gotta you gotta support the neck. Oh for real? Yeah. Oh yeah. But my family that had babies for so, you know, when I was, I, I want to say when I was like 10, my little cousin Niren was born. So I uh, I was able to I, to know how to handle a baby when I was a young man. And then, you know, my family would have, because his, his mom actually had another daughter, had a daughter three years after he was born. So I was able to be around babies and handle babies. I kind of knew it. So when, I, when my first child came around, I was kind of ready. I ain't gonna say I was ready, but you know, I was I was decent at, you know, maintaining babies and oh, you, know, you make sure you hold a neck and all that other stuff. I never held a, a baby before, Bree. I would what? look at them like I could well, me and Callie, we're the oldest on my yeah. mom's side and we like the youngest on my dad's side. So like we was kinda in that space like Callie had a kid before and when she was like a little baby baby, I would wow. walk by and look and be like, Oh yeah, she cute. Yeah, that's cool. All right, I'm out. And like, you, you know, if they if you put them down somewhere, I would look at them for prolonged periods of time. But I was never that nigga. Like, I never had like baby. baby fever. Yeah, let me yeah. let me hold that little motor scooter. Like when they can walk, like that's when you can leave them around me without me getting annoyed. Like when they can walk and like start having conversation with you. Yeah, what's that like? Two, One four, and two, yeah. four years old. That's prime time me. Like, I'm good with your kid at that age. 
like well kid i i guess kid i i for the most part i feel like kids look at me like a kid so when they see me they always come to me babies you know five ten year olds they they see me as a kid so i'm usually pretty decent when it comes to being around kids i've always been like that for whatever reason kids to be attracted to me so i make i'm i'm that uncle <laughs> my nephews run with me yeah, yeah, run, yeah, run with yeah, me. Yeah. I got grandkids now. I mean, they be in the house. I be like, hey, man, what's, you, what's up with you? And I, <laughs> I was gonna do this. Oh, for real? And, hey, man, you want to sit down and watch wrestling? You want to sit down and watch football? Yeah, see, that's like, the status I want to get to right there. I can't wait shit. to get to that status. That's my shit. Hey, come, come in here and watch me yell at the TV for four hours. Yeah, <laughs> I tell, I tell Cheese all the time. I want to be that uncle with the shirt on at the barbecue. That says been eating all the pussy since two thousand five. That's gotta be me. That's gotta be me. I'm that uncle. Why oh five? Like, did you just start in 05? No, that's when I graduated high school, so I just figured I'd give it that year rather okay. than saying eighty six when I was born. I wasn't eating pussy when I was born. Okay. So I would say that's when the master skills came in in oh five. Yeah. 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 I want, I want I want that shirt too. I want that shirt too. <laughs> too many too many women in my life. It's too many women in my house to, for me to be able to wear that, especially at a cookout. But you know, I want that shirt. I'll, maybe I'll wear it to like out of town somebody else's cookout. <laughs> you know, I got the mustache. I'm that guy. <laughs> so when you see me, it's gonna be like, oh, that's. That's that's DJ's friend Jairus. He's okay. <laughs> I, I, they kind of like feel sorry for me, but at the same time, it's just like that fucking guy kicks ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a wayward detective. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't don't ever don't. Don't ever disrespect yourself and say you're a wayward detective. <laughs> right? <laughs> I you know what I'm talking have, about? I want you to have way more respect for yourself than that. <laughs> I come in with my Capone hat and my trench coat that's been rained on because every scene is rainy and I'm drunk all the time. <laughs> can be like that. Oh, but he's a damn good cop. You know, he donates his checks to charity. <laughs> then they see me laid out on the table, knocking bottles down, my hats up. Bro, you <laughs> when 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 I heard Wayward Detective, I immediately thought of Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson in True Detective season one. That's it. I never if saw you, that. If Woody. you haven't seen it, just watch it. Woody Harrelson be mad drunk. He was drunk and popped up on his side chick and caused some bullshit. Uh, and Matthew McConaughey, he was, he was Matthew McConaughey. He was. I don't even know if he, I don't even know if he was really acting in that shit or if they just gave this uh, nigga like some cool clothes and was just like, hey man, just go out here and play a cop. Go out here and be yourself as a cop. <laughs> I think that's every role he fucking has. Beach Bum is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> and I think they just told him go out there and play. Go out there and be your fucking self, man. <laughs> go out there and be your fucking self. 
I got to check that out, though. Because that's the kind of detective I want to be. I want people to be concerned about me. But it's, he's damn good. He's a damn good cop. He gets the job done. Nobody had more clearances than him. Yeah, he likes to blow off a little steam whenever. <laughs> yeah, so what he buys hookers and fucking booze all the time. <laughs> whenever you're doing a bunch of shit you have no business doing, niggas always say, he's blowing off steam. <laughs> you don't know the kind of demons he's fighting. I'm <laughs> prostitutes and booze with his entire check and donating the rest of it to charity, apparently, because he's oh, a good guy God. at heart. <laughs> Yo, whatever it is that you got to do, in your lifetime, so you can get that fighting demon shit off. I want to do it. Like I don't, I don't know if you gotta like catch a body or something. I don't know what it is, but whenever niggas say yeah, he was fighting demons, it's like that, that shuts down shit. the whole conversation. Nobody has anything bad to say following that. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's totally justified. We didn't. I didn't know he was fighting demons. Who knew? Who knew he blowing was off steam? Such a trial. <laughs> He's blowing off steam. Well, he needs to do that on on his day off. <laughs> Why is he so riled up? You know, like he just he, do a line of coke. He did just do a line of coke from evidence. <laughs> <laughs> He's undercover. He's undercover. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. He's he, in saw, the cover. he saw a 12-year-old kid get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. A wayward detective. <laughs> That's it. That's the title for the pod. The wayward detective. Nah. That nigga crazy. You gotta get my nigga a trench coat now. Some kind of some kind of raincoat exclusive. A, a trench coat with a raincoat. A trench coat with a uh, a capone hat. No, I don't support your little hat. Your little hat. <laughs> I, I, don't a buck with you. I don't support your little hats. Like I might like your hat picture on Facebook or some shit when you wearing the hat. And I might even allow you to wear the hat like in my presence. I'm just not supporting it, bro. Like fitteds. Fitteds and maybe Maybe a snapback, like not these little hats y'all be wearing. I fucking went in Hat World the other day, and they were so fucking. That's what I want. I would like to talk about that. Customer service has taken a turn for the fucking worse nowadays. Cause I go in Hat World, and these motherfuckers is on a tablet looking at hats, but didn't fucking want to discuss hats with me. <laughs> but look, but dig this was kind of peeping me in the store as if I was about to fucking steal something in Hat World. You look like you would run out of the store with a hat. I'm sorry. You look like you would go in the... Because you didn't have a hat on when you went in, right? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Okay. So, a big head-ass motherfucker in the wintertime goes into the hat store... Looking around, not only was you looking around, you was touching shit. You was you was looking for that seven and three fourths, whatever you had. You was looking for that strong eight solid. Uh, seven and so a, seven you, and a four. 
Seven and three. Seven, seven and what? Seven and, <laughs> seven and three fourths. <laughs> oh, seven and three fourths. I'm sorry. That's, that's just one. That's just one size down from an eight. Sorry. I know. So, sorry. I, just, I didn't want to put extra inches on your head, bro. Pause. I a bottle cap for it. <laughs> Seven and three fourths. Fuck, bro. You big fucking head ass guy. So yeah, you but you looked like you were in there to steal a hat. How? I mean the way customer service is set up today, most stores, I can't even do nothing. Like I can't touch you. So it's like if you put the head on and just walk out, like we're fucked. We just lost thirty bucks. I'm not that type of person though. I mean I like the, well, it's the I can't mustache, say that. bro. It's, it's got to be the mustache. I actually have a goatee, and so I don't know. But I the still, mustache I just feel is like, the most disrespectful part of your goatee. Yeah, a lot of times I don't trim my mustache up. Yeah. I just I let it go wild and I let it get big and and Robert Townsend. And you look I, like I just a black Ned fuck. Flanders with a bald head. Yeah, I could yeah. I could go for that. I could go for that. Flanders has the mustache of a great porn star. Oakley, Oakley. <laughs> I'm Oakley in them shits, girl. <laughs> Yo, but don't never go into the head store again. I've been telling people this shit for years. I believe the hat store to be a front for a criminal drug organization. Hat worlds do be open for no reason, and people don't be in there like that. I order most of my hats offline. Just look at the stock when you go in there. The stock never matches the new fire online shit. Fuck no, and that's what they, and that's what I'm saying. That's what they was looking at. But it's just like you know, let me see that sweet shit. They even had sweet hats on, but it was just like, don't come over here, motherfucker. Look over there. Yeah, unless, <laughs> unless you're going in there to get a custom hat, to get a custom hat uh, sewn and imprinted, don't go in there. And the only reason why we're going there to get a custom hat sewn and printed because. I have a lot of questions, and the online help can't answer that for yeah. me. Yeah, like yo, fam, how come y'all put the seam down the middle of the fucking fitted in the front when I'm trying to put a logo? I need this whole bitch open with no seam. Oh, well, we have that with the snapback. I don't want a snapback, my nigga. I want a fitted cap <laughs> with the snapback material seamless on the front. It's definitely hard to find somebody that talks your, your fitted hat language. But, yeah, that's yeah. the only reason why I would go in there. I've been ordering hats online since since I lived in Chesapeake, my nigga. Yeah, like, I already know. You, you the fucking hat man. You got more hats than a little. I'm trying to, like, cover my wall in one of my rooms uh, with, with dope hats. I've got I got a few. I got Scullies. I've got Snapbacks. I've got a couple fitteds. Uh, they had this uh, Subway Series New York Yankees fitted or Snapback that I want. Uh, I should have ordered it when I saw it, because every time I go online now, this shit is sold out. But it's dope. It's got a hot dog stand. It's got a Subway card on it with the Mets logo up there. And that shit is it's hard as a motherfucker. Uh, just trying to get my hat game up, because I am uh, a bald-headed character. Yeah, but it's not it's not fitted hat season, bro. It's it's Scully and winter hat season. Oh yeah, I got plenty of those. I got one on now. But well, wait, uh, what you saying? I can't wear a a, a ball cap because it's it's winter time. It wouldn't behoove you to do so. No. What? 
I don't I don't wear my ball caps. It's like telling time. me not to smoke when the sun's out. I can wear what I got, the fuck and do what I want. I got my everyday D, my my everyday all black Detroit Tigers fitted. I got an everyday black Saints fitted. I got an everyday black Warriors fitted. I stopped wearing them shits as soon as the wind starts gusting and like my ears that's not tucked into the cap is exposed and they <laughs> yeah. get cold. That's when I put them shits up and pull the scully out. Yeah, I do have plenty. I got plenty of scullies. I've always been a scully person, but now with it's... The, with the little fuzzy knit ball on top, bro. You know, I get those. Yeah, I will have a couple of those because them shits is fresh. One of my joints actually has fox fur on it. So fuck with me. Oh, you, uh, you rich, rich. Nah, 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 nah. Amazon. Amazon. So it might not be real fox. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, <laughs> you dyslexic ass. That shit said foe. <laughs> you stupid as shit. I can't. It, it, it wasn't no X. It was an F O. <laughs> foe. <laughs> oh, shit. But I definitely, you definitely got to keep a good, a fresh scully on it. You definitely got to. But I, I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to get my snapback and fitted game all the way up. Summertime going to be here before you know it. And yeah, I got a lot of nice sneakers that I want to just just blend well with everything that I put on. I always had beef with, I always had beef with Reebok when I was coming up because Reebok had the NBA contract. I thought so they had Reebok, the NFL joint. It might have been the NFL joint. Whoever it yeah. is, they made terrible fucking hats, and it wasn't fifty nine fifty. Like fifty nine yeah. fifty did baseball, and I think some hockey, and like, like Mitchell and that shit. You can only get like these, throwback hats. Yeah, these niggas had the the worst basketball hats. The quality was trash. The fucking designs was always trash. Like, you might find, like, a hidden gem. Like, out of all the hats I have, I might have, like, six Reebok or Nike hats. And I'm not, like, terribly happy with, like, I found it. And I was like, I got to cop this bitch because I got a fit to go with it. I never copped it and said, I'm going to find a fit to go with it. Like, I already could put that shit in my brain before I walked out the store with it. Yeah. But yeah, I hate I hate that the the most the most fire caps is always baseball teams. Yeah, I, I guess because it's you know that would be more natural because you don't you don't wear a hat on the football field for real for real unless you're a coach. So the baseball players actually wear those hats that we see, and that's what we grow to love. It's just like damn, I get Jackie Robinson hat on the sweep. Brooklyn Dodgers hat, <laughs> and it's just, I wish I could get me one like that. But the, the ball cap has been around for since since back then. You know, it's always been the kid's dream. I want to wear what the players wear, and I guess that I, I guess that would be like leeway to your first authentic piece of you know, like before we started getting authentic jerseys, like getting a your team's hat would be just as good as getting an authentic jersey because that's the closest thing you could get to authenticity in the game. Let me tell you, authentic, authentic, authentic jerseys. If you didn't know the difference as a kid, you found out when you went 
to school, school. with that bullshit <laughs> sticker basketball jersey shit. The sticky that, when it get hot. That's what that, we called it. Yeah, that fucking replica jersey. Like, yeah. you found out really quick when you walked up in there with that fucking replica and then you have no stitching on there whatsoever. You at least had to have a swing man, Nike swing man. But if not, even before the swing man was out, you remember when it was just... It was either authentic or it was just a fucking one of those weak ass laminated jerseys. But nigga, them laminated shits. Here's here's how I found out that I had a laminated jersey. Now I already knew I was gonna catch some heat for wearing this jersey. Uh we lived in Richmond and the parents one Sunday, drove down to Williamsburg to go to the outlet. We hit the starter outlet. This is this is how long ago that was. Starter outlet, <laughs> goddamn. It was the starter outlet in Williamsburg. And these niggas laced us. Now, I'm thinking, man, these motherfuckers is rich. But I didn't know how the outlets worked. Like, the starter outlet worked. Like, nigga, this is damaged shit. <laughs> it's, it's always damaged and discounted, right? And who was it? The Carolina Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Expansion teams. Oh, First man. year in the league, they was basically giving that shit away. Yeah. I knew they were giving that shit away because I got two starter jackets for one winter season. I got them. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They was giving this shit away. I got the long, the long hang down, long trench style Jaguars joint. And then I got the pullover Carolina Panthers joint. Yeah, the Carolina Panthers joint was on point. I got a 49ers jersey and a Cowboys jersey. So I can't wait to go to school with five different teams on at the same time because I was going to rock my fucking Panthers jacket and I was going to rock this fucking Cowboys jersey under the jacket like that shit was cool. I, <laughs> I should have. Yeah, I just should. I should have got roasted for wearing two teams at once, but whatever. Uh, but I'm getting dressed. I I pulled the iron out. Jersey's a little wrinkled. Pulled the iron out. Soon as I hit that motherfucker, you heard the sizzle, dog. <laughs> that fucking plastic laminate shit sizzled up, big hole in the bitch. <laughs> Tragic. Yes. And and I'm worried about my jersey and my brother sitting there like you fucking dummy. How are we going to explain what happened to the iron? I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? And I look at the iron, nigga. <laughs> the, in whole, that shit. the whole Black and Decker was just covered with the damn jersey. That shit is, you can't leave that shit on the jersey for more than two seconds. <laughs> that shit was the quickest sizzle ever. And and you can't leave that shit on the fucking iron either after, after you've realized the damage you've done. You got to get that shit off. You got to clean that shit off. Yeah, you got to clean it off. Me being stupid, I just unplug the bitch. I try. I poke at it for a couple minutes. Can't figure it out. I just take my ass to school, bro. 
with the fucking jersey on, with the big ass, with the big Sing ass hair in it. it. Looks like I look like I played an actual NFL game in this bitch or something. Fucking here. <laughs> Embarrassing, bro. Yeah. Like that that was my quick that was my quick lesson in uh retro swing man and 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 replica jerseys. Uh it was a it was the longest lunch break of my life. I I wanted that's that's the longest but hell yeah, because kids, you feel like everybody looking at you, especially in the lunchroom. Kids are cruel, bro. Hell like, yeah. Kids kid, like nowadays. You know, these niggas got, like, awareness, and they talk about, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is bullying, and you don't want to do this because this could hurt somebody else's feelings. Yeah. Like, nah, them niggas was ruthless back in the yeah. day. Yeah, back, back in the day, still the 2000s and shit like that, 90s and the 2000s, kids were still, it won't all that, you bullying me and shit, and I go tell on you, you had to fight that shit yourself, uh, or you had to just stay fresh. I, I remember I just... I always wanted, uh, god dang, I tried to get the most expensive stuff, especially when I got the job at Seve. I just knew I was going, you know, page, I had Pager Stoyakovic, the Mike Bibby Royals jersey. I didn't care. I was just like, I'm going to get an authentic something. You know, eventually I got authentic football jerseys, but I would never, like, after I had one sticky when it get hot, which was an Eddie George Titans jersey. <laughs> That my big cousin bought for me, I vowed to never, ever not wear authentic or a jersey with stitching in it again. And, and that joint was, you know what I'm saying? That was like NFL equipment. It had the, it, it came with the NFL seal. That was the only stitching on it. But I was like, after I felt the material from an authentic, uh, I think uh, it was a Zach Thomas, uh, Miami Dolphins. My boy Eric had it. After I felt that, I was like, yeah, I got to get authentic from now on. And I would save them checks. <laughs> I bought quite a few uh, mental and S jerseys in my day. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. If I could, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and tell myself, don't Not do you. it. Yeah. <laughs> for $400 yeah, yo. for a fucking Dr. J jersey. To wear in the club where this is back in the day where you could smoke inside. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Yeah. If you in the club and somebody spilled the drink, they they put ashes out on you, or you didn't you done bumped into somebody in the ashtray, had a little bit of beer in it, like, oh my <laughs> God. That's when I just started going to the club in a white t shirt. The videos back in the day made you believe that you was in a fucking bubble. And you would being that you were so fresh that just you just stayed fresh. But the the harsh reality of life is when you go out there in the club and you and your fresh Tims and you and your fly jersey or your you know what I'm saying or your your Dolce and Gabbana whatever whatever, motherfuckers is it, they see it, but you are susceptible to anything anything in nature in that bar <laughs> in that club to happen. Somebody could throw up on you. Somebody fuck around and piss on you. You know, who knows? You know what? You're right. The music videos, <laughs> they sold us a dream, bro. Hey, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because I definitely thought when you go into the club, 
<laughs> this shit was gonna be like a Usher video. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they just see you fresh and they just gonna admire you and stay away from you. Fuck no. Nigga, they came Usher near went you. into the club with the with the heelys on. <laughs> and had a whole 15 minute dance set in the middle of the club and everybody stood around and respected each other's personal space. Fuck no. Too many haters in the club for that. <laughs> Niggas on the wall, me mugging. I should ruin the club for me, bro. I should, <laughs> I should ruin the club for me. Jay Z ruined the club for me because. You know everything that everything that went down in the club with that dude was was baller. So I always felt like I, you know, I, I would go and stand on couches. I was getting in places when I wasn't supposed to be getting in places. So I, I, <laughs> I acted an ass. See, that's 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 where clubs turn to an ugly place <laughs> to me. Because <laughs> why, why when what happened where the club had some seating and it was for the free to now if you want to sit down it's going to cost you yeah you got to pay pay for a section you got to pay for a section and not even like the cool like uh if we talk infinities if we talk blakely's yeah blakely's has seats all over because right. it was it was originally a sports bar and grill. They had a dance floor in the middle, surrounding the dance floor. They had plenty of seats and tables. And outside on the outside perimeter, it was a long wraparound bar with a break in between for pool tables. And then yeah. upstairs, it was nothing but pool tables in one bar, in the DJ booth. Like, why the fuck? That we get to a place where the club put this little weak ass couch or these four little weak ass chairs in a section behind the velvet rope. Charge you four hundred. And you gotta buy a bottle. And you gotta buy, yeah. But say it's like a bottle a bottle minimum. And the bottle's a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars inside the club. But at the ABC store, that same bottle was $40. Like, what's with the markup? And why every time I come here to the VIP section, it's a different price depending on who's working? Yeah, they definitely would play you and make you pay extra for dumb shit. And it wouldn't even be like, it's not even like that. I've been to to clubs in different places like New York, like something like that. That's worth it. Like being in clubs in New York is just like, oh man, that that VIP section is is like that. It's fucking nice. It's carpet up there. It's it's nice seats and and yeah, it's more than just a couple bottles. Everybody's the people up there is just like the atmosphere. But I'm not about to pay you a hundred dollars for a bottle of henny when I know I could pay sixty dollars or fifty dollars or whatever to get it in the outside, and I got to pay you another four hundred just to sit down. Yeah, the times have changed, though. I'm going to be honest. Uh, my best club slash bar experience, uh, a Sam Adams bar in Boston. Oh, shit. Had had some of the most fun I ever had in my life. Now, I'm not going to say that this experience was absent of racism. Oh. 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm not going to say that this experience was absent of racism. Racism was definitely there. And if it wasn't uh overstated, it was definitely implied with the comments because that fucking Boston accent is disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. I fucking hate the Boston accent. Uh and then I say my second best club or outing experience this little rinky dink ass establishment we uh-huh. found our way into in North Carolina. Uh it was a gentleman's club, but very nice establishment. Uh but all of these establishments they want you to join this fucking club and then you gotta join this club and, and it's basically how they get money because you can come in here once you're a member, you can come in here whenever you want. But you can't come in here tonight because you didn't mail off this <laughs> fucking form. But one of the guys waiting in line that we was holding up, we was holding up a whole bunch of people. And this guy was waiting in line. He said, hey, man, these guys are going to be my guests. Oh, but you can only have this many guests. So his man was a member and he brought, he brought some of us in. So we went in. We had a good time after that. Uh, but do your research before you just randomly pop up at places. Uh, yeah. Especially because dress code's a real thing. And I'm pretty sure consistently I'm the only nigga in the group that has an issue with the dress code. Oh, can't what? wear jeans tonight. Can't wear jeans tonight, big dog. All right. Yeah, go I, back I, to the car. Change. No hats tonight, big dog. All right, cool. Anything else? Nope, nope, you good. Come back, same fit on. Hey, no boots tonight. Nah, nah, my nigga. You said I could wear these. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't know they was brown. Like, hold on a second. <laughs> I've been here three times. <laughs> Yo, no yeah, brown boots allowed. Yeah, no, no brown boots, bro. Come back with black boots on. Yo, no army boots. <laughs> they not army boots. They Tim's. Oh, why you got them laced up so tight? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I like the way you tie your shit. And then you get in after a nigga tell you it's no hats allowed in the club and you walk all the way back to your car to put the hat up or you throw the hat in the trash, whatever you choose to do. After you get in the club, the first, every nigga you see with a hat on, I'm pointing them out. Hey, you see this nigga with a hat on? Hey, you see this nigga with a hat on? Hey, you see this nigga with a basketball jersey on? Why I couldn't wear my basketball jersey? Hey, look at all the niggas in here with brown boots on. <laughs> After they told me I couldn't wear brown boots. Oh, no, they butters. These. <laughs> I get the urge to kill. <laughs> Bruh, I'm the only one who ever has a problem with the dress code when we go out. Every time. No, no button-up shirts. T-shirts is athletic wear. You can't wear athletic wear in here. Yeah, I didn't heard that. That's some whole shit, bro. Yeah, that, I didn't heard that several times. You can't, oh, you can't wear a t-shirt though. That's like t-shirt. You can't have rips in your jeans, and it's like rips in your jeans is popular nowadays. Like, what the fuck now? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not a ripped jean nigga, so I'm. I'm always been good in that space. I don't want thigh, I don't want thigh rips when I'm just out here trying to live my life. 
It's that bad ribs. <laughs> nigga, y'all niggas is crazy. Where the ribs be at, bro? It be like near the knee and shit like that and, and lower on the shin and stuff. So shin shin rips. Whatever. Why you want your, you want your <laughs> shins exposed? I'm just, that's, I'm just saying, it's just weird for men to have ripped jeans on. Even if they not ripped. Even if it's just like the ripped look, but it's denim under the rip. And then it's got like the little fray. I see that's and I'm not a fashion guy. That's, that's too much. That's too much for me. I'm and it is more like guy. great. That's gross, bro. That's gross. What do you mean? That's, that's the gross. style. What style is that? Cowboy style? Look, I, I guess. Brokeback Mountain style? <laughs> like Fuck no, style ain't no Brokeback nothing. <laughs> ain't nothing broke about the mountain. Canadian rock star? Like, what style is that? I'd say Canadian rock star. By the way, our favorite Canadian is not Alex Trebek. It's Jim Carrey. Excuse me? I I just remember somebody talking about Alex Trebek being our favorite Canadian. And I would have yeah, to give, I said that. I, I would have that. to give that to Jim Carrey. No. Fucking eating ice cream? No, fudge rhyme. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, the bitch was just looking at me and I was calling me. (laughs) Yo, I can crush this real quick, right? No, uh, Jim Carrey. I didn't even know Jim Carrey was Canadian, number one, but now that I know he's Canadian, that doesn't change who our favorite (laughs) Canadian is, bro. Yeah, I love Alex Trebek too. He's a great guy. Like rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Yeah, Stop man. Stop trying to disrespect my man. I wouldn't dare. I would. I love Alex Trebek. And I think there I, might be somebody that's a runner-up for our favorite Canadian before Jim Carrey. Don't say Drake. Don't. Don't disrespect me. All right. <laughs> I'm never putting Drake on any favorite Canadian list. He's not even my favorite Canadian rapper, okay? My favorite Canadian rapper is Cardinal Official. <laughs> I knew you was going to fucking say him. <laughs> Cardinal Official. I'm on fire. <laughs> More fire. <laughs> He's off the list. Oh, look, we've been talking real. Uh, Black Monday. Mm. It happened, y'all. Yes. Monday was... <laughs> Monday's the day if you're an NFL coach or you're just an NFL employee, not a player, but an NFL employee. Uh-huh. And your team didn't make the playoffs. Black Monday is the Monday after the season's over. And they call it Black Monday because niggas is getting fired. <laughs> Terminated. <laughs> Exiled. 
Maybe not exile, but you're definitely getting terminated, my guy. Yes, six, right. six coaches got fired, and they all have one thing in common. What's that? Why don't you, why don't you take a guess what that one thing is, Joe? Don't tell me they black. I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy. I think only like two black coaches got fired this time, which is pretty good. Yeah, should have known uh, it considering it's only like a yeah, considering <laughs> it's only like a total of six in the whole league. Two That's of them getting, number. <laughs> two of them getting fired is a third of the workforce. So it's still not good. Um so all these coaches have in common, they don't have a good quarterback. They yeah. got a questionable quarterback or a trash quarterback, and they all got fired. Some of them it's well deserved. Cleveland's coach, well-deserved. He should have got fired uh, because he shouldn't have let Baker go out there playing injured. Baker fucked it up for himself because he's got to have surgery. It's going to take six months for him to bounce back. He's not going to be ready until July, August. He's going to be doing PT, and he just fucked up his future contract. So Baker's fucked up in the game. Yeah. Um, the coach for the Minnesota Vikings, he got fired. Who's his quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins got COVID at the end of the season, pretty much. I don't care if Kirk Cousins got pregnant at the end of the season. He is not a great quarterback. Serviceable, not great. With the level of talent that's been around Kirk Cousins for the past three years, it's no reason why they shouldn't have been in a Super Bowl. He has literally had two top 10 receivers yeah. on his roster healthy every season. It started with Diggs and Thielen. And Thielen, Adam Thielen, is playing for the ultimate hometown discount. Adam Thielen went to college in Minnesota, undrafted. Working at a fucking grocery store or something, did a walk on, got signed to a cheap ass contract. Better than working Cousins at a grocery is... store. Huh? Better than working at a grocery store, though. Hell yeah. And Kirk Cousins is out here on a $68 million contract, all guaranteed. Had Stephen Diggs. Now he got Justin Jefferson. He got the other young boy, number 17, Osborne. He got Dalvin Cook, a great running back. I would say when he's injury-free, a top five running back in the league. He's just not very consistent. And then he's got a a, a, a pretty good offense, a pretty good defense. Defense, yeah. But instead of getting rid of Kirk Cousins, you get rid of the coach. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> you got faith okay. in their quarterback, man. No, they don't because they're not signing him to another contract. They're not signing him to another contract. I think he got one year left. If this wasn't the last year on his deal, I think he got one year left on his deal. And after that shit is done, his ass is either, out of there. He's either taking a weak ass pay cut with no guaranteed in it. Or or he he's going to fucking walk away because don't nobody want to pay that nigga. They I'm mad that he's had 
NBA money for the last teams. six years. Yeah, ain't been to a couple teams. Uh, what was he with Washington at first? Mm-hmm. And they franchise tagged him three years straight, which means there's an additional penalty. Like, my man's had guaranteed contracts every year for, like, six years straight. Getting paid way more than what he should be getting paid because niggas was uncertain about him. Because they said, I guess they felt like he had the potential. Because he does, I mean, he actually does. It's just he can't, what, he can't get out of the second round in the playoffs? He doesn't, he doesn't show up in the big moment. He don't show up in the big moment. When you need him to go out here and lead the team, he does some nut up shit. Wasn't he the quarterback in the Minnesota Miracle? Hell yeah. That was his Bro. ass. Bro, what are, what are you talking about? Kirk Cousins was the he was the quarterback that threw the ball threw the pass to Diggs in the Minnesota Miracle. So you're giving him credit for the pass? Uh look. I'm just saying that that was a pressured moment. They beat the Saints first round at in the dome. That was a poor no, that was uh that was that was in Minnesota. That was it. Oh yeah, the Minnesota Miracle. Duh. Look at listen yeah. at me. Uh so <laughs> that that is less about Kirk Cousins and more about the defensive player who shall remain nameless because we don't want cheese to shoot out no death threat. <laughs> Murder for fun. <laughs> but it's more about him and his mistake. I can't give that to Kirk Cousins. Okay. I, I can't. What I'll give to Kirk Cousins was finding Rudolph in the back of the end zone, high pointing that bitch and watching Rudolph uh create distance with a push off and catching that motherfucking ball on us uh two years ago, or was that last year? That was probably last year. Was, no, last year Tom beat us. The year before that it was Rudolph. The year before that it was the fucking Rams and passing interference shit. The playoffs bring me a lot of depression. I, I will say that now. <laughs> Especially for the past three to four years. Um, I'm kind of used to it. I'm kind of used to it. I'm not like saying I hope it can be like this forever. Like I want to win the Super Bowl again, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, before we started winning, bro, I was a fan, and all we was doing was losing every year, and I was used, I was numb to it. Ah, oh, man, we went, we went four and twelve, man, man. Oh, but those four <laughs> games we won, man, we was out here, man. We was, and, and and some of those games we lost, we was in them. Then we got Ricky Williams, and then we had Ricky Williams, and we had Aaron Brooks, Michael Vick's cousin from Virginia. No oh, shit, Aaron Brooks. Oh man, I like him. And then fucking we had Deuce McAllister. And it, like it was just, it just, it comes and goes. We were down way longer than we were up. So I guess yeah, that's why being down doesn't doesn't hurt that much. The bagheads. The bagheads. 
We didn't stand a fucking chance. But at least you know what with Aaron Brooks, we did go to the playoffs. First time we went to the playoffs in years. It was like thirty something years since the last time we had been to the playoffs. I'm not a huge fan of black quarterbacks, but I liked him. Why you like the bum black quarterbacks like him? <laughs> nah, he was nice. He was nice. That nigga was stale. He was he was the the rich food Michael Vick when Michael Vick was out. He was out before Vick. Yeah, I know. And Vick was out then, and we wanted. I remember going to a Saints game, and Aaron Brooks was our quarterback, and we wanted like the Saints players, the Saints fans were yelling for them to put Mike Vick in the game. <laughs> I think it was like his rookie season. But yeah, yeah. Aaron Brooks was Aaron Brooks yeah, was, he was, was decent. He, he, he wasn't all that though. He didn't have a good shelf life. Uh he he was I would say he was a less lesser talented Cordell Stewart. Yeah. Cordell, Cordell Stewart, Stewart was, also was a black quarterback <laughs> for the Steelers. <laughs> He we'll played for the Saints too. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Short period. He's um, from Louisiana. Who, who else got fired? Uh, Nick Fangio for the Broncos got fired. Mm, yeah, what, who's yeah. his quarterback? Teddy. He was the gloves? first one to get fired, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, technically, the first one to get fired was Urban Meyer and uh, and uh, the the Raiders coach, Chucky, John oh. Gruden. They were the first oh, one to get fired, but they got fired way before Black Monday. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Nick Fangio, he got fired. I kind of, I kind of, I'm okay with him getting fired because they don't know what they're doing out there in Denver. So don't drag me along with this situation and make me look bad as a result. Like I mean, you couldn't coach, you couldn't coach one a season. I mean, they keep giving him bum-ass quarterbacks. They gave him Drew Locke. They gave him Brock Osweiler. They gave him, like, any scrub-ass quarterback you can think of. They gave it to Denver since Peyton left. Yeah. Teddy was probably the best quarterback they had, and even he started off hot, and and then it just didn't work out. And then late in the season, he got hurt. Yeah, I was about to say Teddy B just got a uh, what's the name concussion. Yeah, they they helicoptered that nigga. That nigga was yeah. on the field for a minute. Yeah, they said he he was uh he's been doing he was doing better. You know, we try to check on our old quarterbacks. I ain't gonna front to you, but uh Teddy B doing he doing all right now. Uh, but it was it was terrible to see to that first week because he was just in the bed. Like that shit is scary. That concussion shit is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga might be done, bro. I think that yeah. might be done. That I, when he was with Minnesota and he tore his MCL and his ACL at the same time, yeah, uh, I was like, oh, he might be done. And he was like fresh out of college, like a year or two out out, out of college. Um, who else got clipped? Uh, the Giants coach. Giants coach is done. Yeah. Uh, but see, they put it real nice for him. I think they said, oh, no, no, they said he was fired. I was about to say, I think I saw something that said the coach and the team decided to part ways. I was like, yo, don't be fucking 
Don't be sugarcoating this shit, dog. Like, hey, this nigga got axed, okay? He donezo. We ease out of here. Yes, it's grass. Yeah, you done, boy. Uh, Miami, Brian Flores, he got yeah. fired. That sucks, but it benefits him because who the fuck wants to go out there and coach Tua? He gonna, I think he gonna land somewhere decent. They gonna, we gonna find him somewhere decent this year because he's a uh, what's the name? He's a Super Bowl winning coach or coordinator. Yeah, when with he the, was over there with, with the Belichick. Pack. With the back, I think he goes back two times. I think he he won two times or something like that. I think he goes back. Most most of the guys that work with Belichick always go try their hand at coaching, being the head coach, and they usually come back. Romeo Cornell, uh, Josh Josh McDaniels, uh, the other motherfucker, the chubby white guy, uh, Weiss, I think his last name is. Like they just go coach elsewhere, and then they end up coming back to to Bill, and then sometimes they end up fading away, but. Uh, I hope that he finds a good home. I would love for him to find a home with a fucking team in the AFC. Like, stay the fuck away from us. <laughs> Don't, yeah, yeah, because he, he definitely, uh, I, th- well, I think he was a defensive coordinator. Because he definitely, he hold that shit down with the defense. He was holding it down with the defense with Miami. Yeah, and you can tell Tua wasn't the guy he wanted. and. Tua's limited. Like, what the fuck can you do with Tua? <laughs> you can't do much with him. He's not mobile. His arm ain't great. His arm ain't super strong. And he's little. Like, they got some talent out there in Miami. Uh, they're in a tough division. Yeah. Uh, because the Bills is nice and the Pats is there every year. Yep. And the Jets ain't going to be fuck-ups forever. So their division looking kind of like ours. Let's just well, go ahead on and say this: the Jets have been fucking up for a pretty long time now. So since the 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 Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez days. Yeah, they they like I think they had a little run with Mark Chance, Sanchez, but they still were like not a team that everybody was worried about. They're almost like how the Cowboys are now. Everybody's like, oh, now y'all get to play a real team. <laughs> The Jets took out some folks in the playoffs. I, I'll, I'll say, and this is good, off piggybacking off the coaching shit, like this this coach shit, the coach and the GM got to have the same vision. Now, I don't need the, the GM to be down here all in the middle of my X's and O's when I'm coaching. <laughs> like, don't, don't get in the middle of my play calling, my nigga. But we should... Be a part of the same. Yeah, don't be Diddy with it. You know what I'm saying? But I think you, I think we need to be a part of the same culture, right? Like, you can't be an analytics guy, and I'm 70 year old, old school scout, and you talking about, oh yeah, he gets 4.4 yards per carry, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, but he doesn't have a big ass. (laughs) <laughs> so how can we trust him to be a good running back? It's like what? It's like yeah, that's that, uh, <laughs> book breaking way of thinking. That that's that's how they used to scout. They used yeah. to come through, and that's why they still do it at the combine. You getting your draws, 
and they fucking sit there and take pictures of you and start measuring you. <laughs> like, bro, that shit is gross. Uh, <laughs> but that's why they do it because these old school niggas still believe that that's the way. Yeah. Look at his look at his face. He's got quarterback face. Oh, <laughs> look at his look at his girlfriend. She's dog face ugly. That means he makes bad decisions. <laughs> Don't know if we can trust him in crunch time. Like no, that, that's how they pick quarterbacks. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how they pick quarterbacks. Go look at go look at Dan Marino getting ready for the draft. John Elway getting ready for the draft. All they could talk about was these niggas' hair. Uh, they, John John Elway didn't like to play in the cold, so he didn't want to get drafted to to the Broncos. Like what? Oh shit. You give a fuck about playing in the cold, my nigga. You a pro. You better put some sleeves on, bitch. Better believe it. Motherfuckers don't want to play in that fucking cold. That's some real shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go to fucking Cleveland. That's why motherfuckers what? don't win out there. It's fucking the worst kind of cold there is. I don't I don't I don't think anybody ever really wants to go to Cleveland. I think you just it's like a there. black hole. Like you yeah. get too close to it. <laughs> You get End stuck in it now. You can't get out now. It's like lost in space. Seasons one and two. Cleveland. Who voluntarily goes to Cleveland? LeBron James. He don't count. <laughs> he from there, ain't he? He from yeah. He was born in Akron. Like he Hell. don't count. Jay Reed. Jay Reed went to Cleveland, but he went to Cleveland to be an undercover cop. What the fuck? In too deep? Oh, shut up. That's not real. You ain't no cop. Jay Reed? That's <laughs> not real. You ain't no cop. Jay Reed? I think he didn't want to go to Cleveland. Who? Jay Reed. I think he didn't want to go there. He went for work. That was a business trip. <laughs> Got paid for deal. <laughs> he was a he was an <laughs> undercover cop. That was his business trip. Even God, L O Cool J was there from New Jersey or something on a business so, trip. Yeah, everybody was on a business trip. <laughs> moving weight, yeah. He's moving yeah. Weight, you know. Yeah, nobody else is going to Cleveland on purpose. Fuck no. Kevin Love. Kevin Love went to Cleveland. You know what? We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Kevin Love actually is is you know cherished in Cleveland. He fits in there like a one of those opposable thumbs. <laughs> Man, fuck Kevin Love. What? I heard Rondo is actually doing uh, decent things out there too. Now, like uh, decent things being drugs. He looked. <laughs> He was looking good his first night in the Cleveland uniform. Overweight you know? white women? Tater tots with cheese? Like Not what do you do? Them. What do you do that's positive in Cleveland? Cleveland got a chip. We going shit on Cleveland. And then I'm going to I'm going to check the analytics. See how many <laughs> see how many listeners we have in Cleveland. Hey, if you're a listener and you live in Cleveland, tell me the top five things there are to do in Cleveland. Just Ohio in general. Besides you niggas that go to Canton for the Football Hall of Fame, 
what else is there to do in Ohio? Please send an email to twiypod at gmail. Inquiring minds want to know. Art Museum, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This nigga said an art museum. He's <laughs> <laughs> not talking to this uncultured no, boy. I'm trying to sound uncultured, bro. But <laughs> that's a one-time thing, maybe twice. Unless they get some new hot shit in there. Yeah, right? Like, you, you can't see yourself just, hey, man, what are you doing today? Oh, man, I might go to the art museum later. You know, I'm not. I'm I'm an artsy dude. That shit, you know, I do that. Man, what what women are you on a, on, are you on a job interview with while you're on this pod? <laughs> I'm an artsy dude. I go to art, I go to art museums. No, you don't, dog. Well, they don't really have art museums around here, but I, I just was talking to one of my friends on Facebook about she had like a little art expose where mm. she showed her paintings and I guess sold them. Mm. But that joint was pretty good. She she had a, a dope version rendition of The Last Supper. Mm. Real cool. She had some some other different things in there. She had some some abstract art. She had some sculptures. It all looked good to me. You know, it, it, it came together nicely how she had it set up. We support artists here at the world is yours. Uh, in her, in her dope picture of the Last Supper, was it Henny on the table? I no, there was no Henny. It was it was more so like a uh, if you're familiar with a still life. Well, I guess the Last Supper would be done in still life because uh, it's capturing the moment. Uh, but yeah, it was more so. Uh, it wasn't as detailed as your normal Last Supper. Let's just say that. Was, was Jesus black in the details? Yes, he was. Okay. He was. Okay. Was 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 uh everybody was actually black in okay. the detail. Okay, no, so I can live with it, that. It was just a little abstract. The clothes were a little different. You know what I'm saying? Different people like polka dot scarf or you know, red claw, different things like that. You know what? I'm I'm glad this came up. I haven't seen a white Jesus in a long time. Are they still oh, yeah. making those? Yeah, you can still find pictures of uh, white Jesus. Uh, no, not like pictures that you find on the internet, but you remember going to your grandma's house. Uh-huh. Your grandma had a picture of white Jesus in the house. Uh, in my houses, <laughs> I'm I'm safe to be able to say we never saw a white Jesus on the wall. Get the fuck out of here. No bull, bro. Get the my fuck family. out of here. Well, see, being... I was pretty much raised in the 90s. I was born in the 80s, raised in the 90s. Uh, the first time I saw a white Jesus was actually in the church that we went to. But other than that, like in our house, it was the it was the Jesus with the little fro. You telling me that your family had the exclusive black Jesus pictures in the 90s? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah, I need a picture. A I need a photo. picture, bro. It didn't happen. We had a yeah, we had Jesus with a with with brown skin, and and like dope brown eyes. No, nah. and he looked like he was throwing up the peace sign. No, absolutely not. Every house, I, and I don't know what store our grandparents went to to buy this shit, but every grandparents' house had the same shit. 
the wooden fork, spoon, and butter knife combo. I had that. Yeah, we had that in one of our houses. Uh, my grandparents also had this felt or velvet picture of what looked like a scene from Star Wars. Like Luke had the lightsaber up and uh, Leia was holding his leg. and But everybody was black, though. Yeah. That was lit. And then white Jesus. Every and then maybe, depending on where your your grandparents are, maybe a picture of Kennedy. JFK, like John. Yeah, I know I know who Kennedy is. (laughs) (laughs) Oswald killed Kennedy. Uh, I I can't believe this shit. Your parents had black Jesus in the house. I was able to see Malcolm X. Martin Luther King. Uh, we had stuff like that on the wall. Uh, so Your family was progressive. They was leading the way into the new century or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in Louisiana and the South, it's just like uh, my grandmother did come to, she, she came to Virginia. The reason why she came to Virginia is to see Dr. King speak one time. And she said she loved it here. So, you know, she eventually came back. But definitely, I guess you could say it was definitely progressive. Uh, but a Christian household, uh, we went to Catholic schools. That was crazy. Uh, the kids in the family. But we definitely understood that, you know, Jesus was black. Christian? Yeah. I thought all black people was Baptist. I guess you, I mean... I don't know what to call that. I guess, yeah, we were Baptists. We went to a Baptist church, but, you know, we read the Bible. Oh, okay. So you just mean Christian as in religious. Yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, okay, I thought you meant Christian, like, because that's a, that's a branch of religion. It's right, right. Christians, Catholic, yeah, Baptist. Protestant, Baptist, all that. Episcopalian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, were pre- we were Baptists, and, you know, we shouted. And we had communion, and we did praise and worship, and even the baptism, you know, we celebrated everything. Even the baptism had celebration and ate food and all that other stuff afterwards. I'm just mad at the fact that y'all had a black Jesus, bro. Like, I'm happy for that. I just feel like, like what, just, what, the, what the fuck was my childhood like growing up? Because it was white Jesus and and I think it was literally the same white Jesus picture in both of yeah. my grandparents' house. Don't get me wrong, we saw I I saw the pictures of it, but it we were taught at a young age that it, it it was more so a symbol. You know what I'm saying? Jesus represented something that was that was bigger than just you know. Jesus represented something that was bigger than than anything selfish or oh, just no. your color or anything like that. Oh no, that that's got to be the age difference, because I definitely got an ass whooping, uh, for bringing that back to the crib. <laughs> hey, uh, it said his hair was like wool and his skin was bronze. His hair, his hair don't look like wool. Yeah, his hair, his skin don't look bronze, and I got an ass whooping for that. Like, yo, you out here questioning white Jesus? Like, yeah, you don't disrespect Jesus at all. <laughs> we won't allow to disrespect Jesus at all, no matter what kind of way somebody presented him to us. We won't allow to disrespect it. 
God, nobody like that. Nobody in the Bible. <laughs> Moses. <laughs> if they were used by God, it was a good chance that God would use them to smite thee. Oh, mighty smiter! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I can't believe that shit. You find out the weirdest shit doing this pod. First Man. your name was in the Bible. Now you My have black Jesus in your house. We definitely saw black Jesuses. That's, that's, I get like nowadays you you look at that and you, you wouldn't back then you didn't think nothing of it, but now you realize how important that was to see. And we had we had books in the crib like the Miseducation of the Negro and the Souls of Black Folks and stuff like that. Um, we had we had books like that, but it was like. If if I went to reach for one of those books, it was such a, a strong speech coming with that that right. I probably was turned off from reading the book. Why you want to read that? What's interesting you in this? What are you going to do with the information you get oh, from this? Like? And then, you know, Black History Month, you know, my dad was extra. And that, that regular school curriculum that they was given like he always hated it. Oh, it's the same shit every year. Did they tell you that the black babies were slaves too? Did they tell you that they was like he would break shit down? I I always appreciated that because you literally couldn't find that shit in your textbook. Uh, and what thirty years later, the same shit is happening. They're taking slavery. They have taken slavery out of textbooks. It's not even referred to as slavery anymore. What do they call it now? I don't know. But I haven't it's read called... it in a school textbook in a minute. <laughs> if it's called anything but slavery, it's a lie. <laughs> that's, what, that's, <laughs> that's all I know, bro. Like, how don't you niggas go out here calling this shit indentured servitude? Like, don't <laughs> you do that. that? Don't you do that, white man? And like in Texas, like that was like a big to do. On the vote list, of course, because of their population, and most of them, that's like their heritage. Like that's how my family came into power. That's how my family has been important. That that is the backbone. These these slaves are the backbones of my family's current modern day business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting. White people. White people are crazy. But you love them at quarterback. <laughs> love a white quarterback, bro. <laughs> smooth. That was a smooth set to do. Uh, season's over. Saints ain't make it. Vikings yeah. ain't make it. Baltimore Ravens ain't make it. And most importantly, the Redskins. Oh, Washington football team, my bad. I think them niggas got a name. Uh, the Washington Admirals, the, the whatever their name is, is getting released on 2 22 Okay. No, no, on 2-2-22. I'm sorry. February 2nd. Uh, but they've been hitting that shit. Washington Capitals, Washington Admirals. Uh, every day I see something new. Same oh, yeah, colors, yeah. no fucking logo still. Just a fucking name. Just a name. Um well, that's good. At least they got a name now. Yeah, or it's coming. The the fucking Colts, bro. The fucking Colts 
with the, M- the MVP of the year, Jonathan Taylor, and the fucking Colts couldn't make the playoffs. I thought they did make the playoffs. They did not. No, no, they did not. They did not. They lost to Jacksonville on Sunday. It was a yeah. win in your end game. Number one. And they lost that to team one of the was worst that, teams. That team was that good. They shouldn't have been in a win in your end game. Game eight game eighteen of the year. Not with the not against the Jaguars. <laughs> definitely not against the Jaguars. <clears throat> but in true fashion, the Colts. The Colts, who have not beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville since like 2014, 2013. Damn. Yeah. Nine years, damn near. <laughs> it's ugly, bro. So, yeah, them niggas ain't make the playoffs. That shit's sad. Carson Wentz is making some noise. I thought uh, that was a sleeper team. Watching them every week on Hard Knocks kind of put the show in a different perspective because we rarely, we never saw a team on Hard Knocks during the season. This is the first time they're doing during the season coverage. Yeah. And they were a good team. Like, they was stringing together wins. They had a little bumpy start, but they were stringing together wins. They was out here playing good, man. And then they just went out here and shit the bed. Carson Wentz got sacked six times. They suck. Yeah. Coach yeah. suck. See y'all next year. Um, the Saints, I'm, I'm, I'm more mad at the 49ers winning than us not making the playoffs because <laughs> fuck the 49ers. Yeah, exactly. Anyone go to y'all stupid little playoffs, no way. And why why my coach ain't get fired? That's what I'm was that's what I was waiting for on Black Monday. Why you want Sean Payton to get fired? Man, stop with that cute shit you be doing, calling them stupid ass plays on the sideline, my nigga. I'm sick of him. He gonna just, be the W. One more victory. I just want him go. I just want him to coach like a regular ass coach. Take a little bit of risk. But don't like, don't take risk like the fucking Chargers coach. That nigga go for it on fourth down every time. Yeah, I don't don't take risk like that. But like, be crafty. But don't get cute with this shit where you crafty every third down. You're never going to catch niggas on a trick play if you run a trick play every three plays. Yeah, and they get they get your they get your rhythm down. Yeah, they just know to expect it. Niggas is in the film room like, hey, when you see this shit, it's a trick play. Don't fall for it. Hey, when it's fourth and 17, he's going to go up to the line (laughs) and and holler out Omaha for 10 minutes. And if you jump, it's a free first down. If you don't, then they're, they're in better punting position. Yeah, I just I just hate our coach sometimes. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I I feel the same way a lot. I just I just wish we could have a, another winning season and actually make it through the playoffs. I wish we could have a first week bye like Green Bay did. Shit. <laughs> but I understand that's just not in the cards. We lost our quarterback 
any chance that we would have had of seeing a, a great playoff berth. Because even though Jameis is a little wild, we definitely were having a decent season while he was at the helm. I can't say that around you. You don't like black quarterbacks. No, I let Jameis. I let Jameis slide, but that last game, that was typical black quarterback shit. <laughs> that last, like, bro, that's the shit that we always be talking about. You running around all brazy, you being reckless, you fighting for that extra fucking yard when the first down was five yards ago. Like, man, slide. Yeah. See a lot more quarterbacks sliding nowadays than <laughs> when our quarterback was still running around. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't do it. I can't do it. Um playoffs. This weekend this yes, weekend sir. is it. Net up or shut up. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I got yeah. some hot takes for what this shit looks like this weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chiefs versus uh, Chiefs versus uh, wait, hold on, no. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm not going to go that hot of a take and say Pittsburgh going to win. Not at all. Last time they played them, I think they beat them like 32 to 10. <laughs> it's not even going to be close. I think. I think towards the latter part of the game. If it is like a blowout, I think towards the latter part of the game during garbage time, Ben shows some signs of life. But that's just because, like, it's his last game. Like, he retiring, right? Yeah. So right after this. he's going to go out there and do some heroic shit because nobody wants to walk off the field on some shit like, yo, I, uh, I threw the ball 56 times. I had 17 completions <laughs> for four interceptions. Like, don't nobody want to walk off the field like that. <laughs> Some shit like that, making they can come back next year. You know what I'm saying? Just gave that defense the best game of their life. <laughs> Bitch, you about, to, you about to get benched. You about to get benched, man. We putting in Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Patriots versus Bills in Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was saying before I thought the Patriots could handle Buffalo, but nah, not this late in the season. And the bu- Buffalo is the number three seed, and the Patriots is number six. Depending on the weather, Patriots win. What? Patriots win. This is where fucking Bill Belichick and his experience wins the fucking game. They played like two weeks ago, and they lost. They, they lost. Yeah. Josh Allen did some. Josh Allen went super saying three separate times in the game so that he could get a score on the drive, so that he could keep the drive going. He literally, he did some amazing shit three separate times. That shit don't happen. <laughs> on a regular basis. That shit's not happening on Saturday. Nah, not in Patriots, the playoffs. Man. Patriots up. Patriots win that. It's going to be amazing. It's going to keep the legend of Bill Belichick going. Patriots win. That's a, that's my that's my hot take. Uh, Eagles versus Bucks. Another hot take. 
the Eagles win. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm just crazy. I'm just kidding. Absolutely I was about to say. <laughs> fucking Tommy. Uh, number one, the niggas shouldn't be going back to back in the playoffs again because usually, if you was in the Super Bowl the next year, you have a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Uh, but it's Tommy. He defies all the laws of sports and science. I thought he was definitely gonna have a Super Bowl hangover after throwing a Super Bowl trophy from boat to boat. Yo, my nigga Tom was ripped, bro. Yeah, he was good. He was ripped. <laughs> like I'm proud of him for that. <laughs> proud of him for tossing the trophy. <laughs> nah, fam, you seen my man win six Super Bowls? You never seen him out of character before. He get away from New England, and that to me. That Super Bowl meant more to him than any other Super Bowl that he has on his repertoire. To me, that's what it looks like. Or maybe you're just allowed to have fun outside of Tampa. I thought Tom would be exempt from the no fun rules in New England. Especially right. after you won a Super Bowl. Like, my nigga, we just won a Super Bowl. We can't relax one day? Is this nigga Belichick Hitler? It's this nigga Tommy Hitler. Nah, Tom, Tommy's, uh, he's a MAGA. He's mid-MAGA. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot to turn my effects up. Mid-MAGA. <laughs> Uh, the, so the Bucks beat the Eagles. Jalen Hurts got Not an ankle out. injury. He didn't play uh, last week. He their position in the playoffs was already solidified, so he didn't really have to go out there and play. Uh, they were they were pretty much second and third stringing uh, versus the Eagles, but whatever. But I do think I do think they put up a pretty decent fight, especially because. Uh, the running game for the Bucks is kind of non-existent. Well, they got uh, Le'Veon Bell now. Who? Uh, oh boy, he used to play for the Steelers. Bell, what? Le'Veon Bell. Oh, yeah. Oh, they got they got Le'Veon Bell. Me. No, nah, he's not the greatest. He ain't he ain't for net nah, at all. No, nah, I ain't even finna disrespect man. mid. I ain't even finna disrespect mid. That's Reggie Reggie Bush. That's Reggie Miller. That's what that is. Nah, don't like want that bullshit, man. Yeah, he out there. Uh that don't that's not really a, a huge addition for them. Goblin's gone. Uh they still got Kelvin Bray. They still got Gronkowski. They still got a great offensive line, so I have faith in them. Uh, and Philly's offense is all run, no passing. And in the playoffs, that shit works either one or two ways. You either can't run, and now you got to pass, and your quarterback's not that great at it, and you get exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Or you run a whole lot and you get down a couple touchdowns and now you're forced to pass because you can't run and chew up the clock when you need to put up 10 points, 14 points, and then your quarterback makes mistakes and so on and so forth. So 
Uh, I just don't have faith. I don't think the Eagles should have made the playoffs, but whatever the record says otherwise. Uh, 49ers and Cowboys. This is the game of the weekend, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's right. playoffs, so all of them is games of the weekend. Yeah. But this is one of those those long-time rivalries. Cowboys versus the uh, 49ers. This goes back to Sanders and Rice days and shit like that. Jimmy G ain't no slouch, bro. Yeah. But I'm putting my money on Dak. Dak's at the crib. If he can stay away from that Bosa boy, and if they can put some kind of a defense together to stop Debo Samuel. Cowboys win. You think against... uh, Yeah, San Francisco. Against San Francisco, definitely. I don't feel like San Fran has everything that it takes. Uh, I feel like the Cowboys will squeak past this one. Next round, we're going to see them after that. San Fran, I don't, I don't feel like they're the greatest competition. Uh, who, the Cowboys? Yeah. I think if they got a – who they play next round, what is it like? If they uh, – it would be anywhere between – I would say they go to Tampa. They're going to go to Tampa, and Tampa going to fuck them up. Rematch of week one. Uh-huh. And they almost won week one. Yeah, that almost shit don't count. But I, I definitely think the Bucks defense will have the Cowboys offense numbered. I don't know. I ain't going to go that far. Cardinals, Rams. I'm going Rams. Uh, the, the Cardinals. I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't like the Cardinals, bro. Like, earlier this season, when I told y'all, like, I don't think Kyler Murray the MVP because he's been gone for four weeks and these niggas are still winning games. Like, that shit matters. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't be the most valuable player if your team look good without you and look good with you. It's not you. It's it's the team. It's y'all solid. Don't be ashamed of it. Be happy. Um yeah, but I watched the previous two Rams and Cardinals games, and Aaron Donald be chasing that nigga Kyler Murray for his life, bro. Like, I'm, he hit that nigga, or he got so close to hitting that nigga, and he sacked himself. I wanted to call the cops. Like, <laughs> somebody please stop this man or save Kyler Murray. Because Aaron Donald's a beast, and he gets through that line with ease. I'm talking one, two moves. He goes inside, he pulls you one direction, and he does a little swim move, and then Aaron Donald, he's at your quarterback. So, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend of football. Uh, Raiders, uh, that's, that's my hot take. Raiders beat the Bengals. The Bengals, the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1990. That's a fact. No exaggeration. 
Uh, they've made the playoffs plenty of times, and they have not won a game since 1990. That streak continues. Shout out to Derek Carr. <laughs> and Tom Brady for MVP this year. Uh, Who I'll else is I'll... it? Aaron Rodgers, Cooper Cup. Who? Aaron Rodgers, Cooper Cup. Who? All right, we just going to act like we don't know who Cooper Cup is. Who? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, no. about to turn into an hour on the pod. It's not happening, bro. Coop, Cooper Cup had a great had a great great season. Not MVP worthy. Record breaking, maybe. Yeah, definitely. The best receiver ever in in one year. Yeah. Not MVP shit. It's got to be Tom. Well, no, you know what? It's got to be Tom because Jonathan Taylor didn't make the playoffs. But it has to be Tom. I I was thinking it was Tom before he got shut out by the Saints. And getting shut out by the Saints and breaking the little iPad on the sidelines, I thought that shit was funny. But I'm pretty confident niggas is going to be like, yeah, yo. You got shut out by the Saints. And look at you on the sidelines. Like, that's you? That's how you give it up? <laughs> it's not very it's not very presidential, sir. That's crazy. I still think uh, Aaron Rodgers has a better chance at it than Tom does. Especially if he rallies his troops. You know what? I forgot about John Wick. Yeah, you're right. I'm telling you, man. A-Rod, he, he might be that dude. I still hate that nigga, though. I don't like the new Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't like the man bun Aaron Rodgers. I don't. <laughs> this Aaron Rodgers kind of throws me off. All peace <laughs> and tranquility and whatnot. Well, I know what that is. That, that nigga just started smoking weed again. Oh, Lord. Yeah. He just started, like, he's taking edibles or something. Like, whenever somebody goes from being, like, a super sarcastic asshole to, like, being Zen Master, they just smoking weed, eating pineapple pizza again. Like, that's all. What else we got? What else we got? We want to hit basketball. Uh, oh, no. Uh, before we talk basketball, yeah. your man, King CTE, made a King. music video. Oh, Lord, you talking about uh, the infamous AB? <laughs> yeah, this, this cat got some music video called Running. Uh, I forget the young lady that's featured in it. But yeah, Antonio Brown need help, y'all. This man, if he if he's out here seriously talking about you know getting a record deal with this new video, uh, that brother gonna need some Jesus in his life or something. 
Does he have bars? Is it rap? It's rap, and it's and no, it's not bars. He is not bars. He mentioned something about feeling no pain because he no longer has a belly button, and he just wants to play his guitar. Okay. Okay. I well, I mean, he's telling his journey. You know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at any artist wanting to tell their journey. Uh, many years ago, we supported Bobby Schmurder when he described that uh, Mitch caught a body about a week ago. So why can't we support AB talk about uh, his lack of a navel and... He plays yeah. his guitar. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got from the entire song. Uh, yeah, I can't he, Well, he, he actually, he, he said something about, you know, not playing him. and it, But it's a waste of time. It's not rhythmic. It's not dope. It's no reasonable doubt. It's very far from a common B. So I wouldn't want to listen to what he has to put out. I don't care. He could work with everybody in the industry. He could work with Soldier Boy. He could work with Drake. Uh I wouldn't be buying any Antonio Brown music, especially not after what I heard today. What you heard today? Just, just the that, whole record? Yeah, just that whole record. It's like five minute video. Oh no, no. Yeah, exactly. I just, I just want to know why he chooses to have such poor. I mean, why well, no poor judgment, but like. Why drop the music video now? <laughs> Why not? He's already, you know, stirring up a, a whole lot of mess. So why not add a music video to it all? A soundtrack to the chaos. That's exactly why. Because you look crazy. You on podcasts saying crazy things and let's throw some icing on the cake and put this music video out here because I need to capitalize on always being able to make headlines. So let me capitalize by dropping this crazy ass music video. Guess what, sir? Your fucking music video is always going to get on the headlines, whether you dropped it today or you waited two or three weeks. Wait, yeah, wait till after the Super Bowl, then drop the bitch. Yeah. Drop yeah. the bitch during the commercials of the Super Bowl. Anything. But right now. And I don't care if he taped the video months ago. Yeah. The common person don't understand that. I thought he was too hurt to play, but he's well enough to dance and gyrate in a music video. He's selfish. He only cares about the team, the name on the back of the jersey and not the name on the front of the jersey. You know how these folks give it up. He officially has CTE in my head. I wish he, I wish he didn't have to uh, pass away for us to truly examine his brain and find out. Yeah. Uh, but just just put that in your in your hat 
and wait and wait for the wait for the findings to come out. That young man got some problems. Yeah, definitely. Uh, AB needs need to seek professional help, man. And just because you're a star doesn't mean you could just go out there and just oh I'm gonna do a music video. You're not Shaq. You're not Dame Lillard. You know what I'm saying? Even Kobe Bryant tried it and it was a big fail. So just because you got this popularity, you think you go, I'm gonna go do a music video and I'm gonna get a million streams. No, you're not, dude. It's not how it works. I'm kinda excited about this shit. I know uh next week on the pod. Mm-hmm. We're gonna air we're gonna air this record. We're gonna air this record. We're gonna premiere this record next week on the pod. I don't wanna premiere it today. So I wanna listen to it and I wanna get a little routine together in case I need to like dance to it or something. <laughs> you gotta get your two step on it. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta put I gotta do some homework. Oh shit, we had we had two hours, bro. What you got? What you got? What you got on the horizon for us? What you got on the horizon for us? Oh uh, man, I, I ain't really got nothing on the horizon. I'm gonna just keep working. I'm trying to move forward. Uh, trying to expand my business. Riley's Pro Touch. You know how that go. Uh, it's a new year, and um, I'm looking forward to bigger things this year. I haven't heard much from Riley's Pro Touch recently, man. Why? Why y'all don't be? Where y'all commercials at, man? <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I put out commercials. Uh, Where you jingle I, I, at, dog? Where you jingle at? I definitely have been doing jobs, and it's 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 a little difficult for me to take pictures and you know what I'm saying, and then complete a job because I'm I'm really not not a big picture taking person. So, but I do have to start promoting the business more. Uh, I do believe I'm gonna be having a new client here soon in Williamsburg. I actually probably go see her tomorrow and discuss the next time I'll be over to to do her clean. But uh, I'm done. I'm still getting clients. It's just I got to take more pictures and 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 push for more advertisement, like you said. It's crazy. If we had a platform where we could like promote this business, if we only had a platform. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I, I do believe that this has probably gotten me some some new business. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? If, if you if you say that you heard this business off of the World Is Yours podcast, please let the young owner know <laughs> so he can give you a unaudible discount. <laughs> you see how we didn't get you locked in right there? You see that? Oh yeah, because it was inaudible. Inaudible. <laughs> yeah, use your discretion, sir. Use and abuse your platform, man. Shot yourself. Excuse me. Shot yourself out. Shot the business out. Let motherfuckers know where to get in touch with you. Definitely put the, get in. Put the logo on people's carpets when you cleaning the joint before yeah. you. Yeah. I got to get right with that, yo. If I could do something like that, man, that'd be, oh man. See, I envision stuff like that. I would hope I could just drop a whole just pro touch and then leave their crib, and you got this perfect silhouette of what my company logo is. That'd be 
you 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 hyping my head up. You hyping my head up. <laughs> you just got you got to practice. Go practice with the pressure washer in the driveway. <laughs> you got to get good with the with the stream, right? You got to get good, and you just got to work on your cursive. It's, 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 it's nothing but cursive with a with you know a hose or whatever. Nice little accents on each point, right? <laughs> I, you know, I do the dry cleaning, though. I probably could pull it off with a vacuum because, you know, I got the, the carpet be nice and fluffy. And it, it's real easy to leave an impression in it after I, I've done the, the you know, the, the dry cleaning. So I could I could probably vacuum a dope logo in somebody's carpet. I just got to I got to I got to push for that. You know, that that that's the whole left brain sort of thing <laughs> right there. I got to be real focused for something like that to go down. Men's out here doing the Lord's work. I love it. Yeah, gotta be. Uh, uh streaming? You streaming? You streaming any of your 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 Call of Duty shit? Uh, what's the name? Uh, I'm about to. Yeah, I I, I I didn't know if nobody know about this, but HBO is actually about to uh start about to put out The Last of Us, and my little brother has been telling me about The Last of Us for the for at least a year now. Uh, I'm actually going to download The Last of Us tonight, and I'm going to start playing that. <laughs> I'm definitely going to, uh, I'm about to, st- and I'll probably start streaming that here soon. Because uh, my Call of Duty has actually been acting up since I downloaded Vanguard. I ain't downloading it now. I was going I was going to download it this weekend and get to it, just because yeah. I've heard so many good reviews. I'm not a huge fan of the old guns. Uh-huh. Uh, but everybody was like, oh, yeah, it's good, it's good. But then I hear some shit like that. Yo, my joint ain't working right. Plus, it's fucking 200 gigs, bro. Like, yeah. the last one I got 200 gigs. Like, that's that's my whole five. Yeah. They definitely, uh, it's definitely a big amount of space. And it's it's kind of annoying. So, uh, cause like sometimes my joint is, it's rolling and it's good. And then some, and it just cut off. It'll just go to like blue screen. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I have to restart my whole game just to go back in and play again. And, I, and I'm more so of a modern warfare person myself. I like seeing, uh, newer pistols. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, for some reason, the modern warfare side of things isn't working as well as it was working before Vanguard came out. It's almost like they want to force you to get the vanguard. But either way, I'm good with it. I'm going to end up, you know, but I just like to play free-for-all. So, Well, I'm going to be streaming uh, Friday. Friday streaming NBA 2K streaming Spider-Man on Saturday. Uh, so I'll be on Twitch streaming Spider-Man on Saturday. All day, I got Miles Morales joint, and I got the remastered first Spider-Man. So I'll be streaming that all day on Twitch and Sunday. Well, not all day. I'm taking a break for the games or whatever. Uh, yeah. And then Sunday, we back at it with Predator, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and maybe a little bit of Final Fantasy VII. I got to check out that Predator shit. That, I heard you describing that, Jane. That Predator shit sounds crazy. And I'm a big Predator fan. Uh, oh yeah, check the 
check the check the YouTube. It's going the video the videos up there. Predator hunting grounds. The videos yeah. going to be up there. I got the joints. I got the joints ready. I'm just waiting to put those up because I like to give my Madden videos a couple of days to breathe because my Madden videos is getting a little traction. Niggas, niggas is telling me I suck in the comments and niggas is finding me online and like, <laughs> trying to play, trying you. to challenge me. And I like it because like play me, find me from my video, come listen to the pod and then play me. And see if I don't give it up any different. Like, I be in they heads. I be talking cool shit, too. Kicking ass. And you notice the no-fly zone? <laughs> hey, click on. You come up. Like, that's mine right there, playboy. Hey, go, go, on, and, go on and get on the bench, big fella. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers be getting whopped. <laughs> I might lose, but I'm going to talk to shit. Every time I make a good play, you're going to hear about it. And when that's I almost you, make a good play, you hear about that too. That's that's how you keep yourself motivated to keep kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, I be I just be trying to get in niggas' heads, man, because niggas be in my head a lot. Like I'll make a stupid move just because a nigga said, "Bet you won't run it again." Bet you I will. Bet you, I bet you I will. And then I run it, and then the nigga fumble, <laughs> and I be looking like, "Yo, why the fuck did why you fuck run?" Did I, run? <laughs> Shit, I hate the new man. Yo, the new man is. I don't know. It's something faulty about it. I, I I just know I fumble a lot in that joint. Uh, and then like sometimes it's just like you better not throw it. And I throw it and it's a it's a guaranteed interception for six. <laughs> I gotta take control. That's what it is. I just have to take control of the wide receiver before the ball gets to him. And I gotta go attack the ball with the receiver because if you just waiting for the shit to drop in your hands. These niggas is ball hawks, and they just come out of out of the blue smoke, and and they just grab the ball and and start running the other direction. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Where the fuck did he come from exactly? That's crazy, bro. Well, every week we here. I know we was just here on Saturday. We dropped the up Sunday. We dropped the up Tuesday. We dropped the up. Man, we gonna let we might let you hoes breathe next Tuesday, but I doubt it. Uh. But just in case you forgot, the world is yours. yours. See you next week. I tried to let you pussy niggas eat. It's time to put your pussy boys to sleep. Pussy niggas always want to talk. I'm busy getting pussy like a fucking boss. I smell a pussy from a block away. Let's shoot them pussies from a block away. They wanna see a nigga in the cage. Baby mama garnishing the nigga wage. I just went and got the Chevy spray. Pussy nigga wanna scratch a nigga paint. Pussy nigga wanna see you fall. Didn't know to bring them choppers when you see me call. I tried to let them pussy niggas eat. It's time to make you pussy boys extinct. I took a quarter key to Polk County. All my Central Florida niggas straight body. Broke down the brick, I'm back in Bartow. Bell, Glade, Box, Chevy on my car phone. Jayville, I went and bought a condo. Back to the crib where I get it by the car loan. I started with a box Chevy. 